Hello and welcome to Childhood Understood. This is the podcast for parents and professionals about big feelings, well-being and behaviour with me, Sarah Anderson. I'm an early childhood specialist and parent and I'm here to get the word out about how we can help children with their emotions, well-being and resilience. This podcast is not about trying to change you, your child or children you work with. Instead, my aim is to help make childhood understood so that the way we respond to children and the relationships we build with them develop naturally as we come to understand them and ourselves better. So welcome to today's episode. Please note this podcast is for the purposes of education only and is not a replacement for personalised professional advice. Welcome to today's episode. Today we're going to be talking about what it means to make childhood understood. When I started Kokoro, my dream was to be able to help parents and professionals to understand a little more about how children's brains work, about how their emotions develop, and about why they do the things that they do. And crucially, to understand more about how emotions and what we call behaviour are linked. I feel really passionately about this as an approach for a couple of reasons. Firstly, I see time and time again the frustrations that are caused when teachers and parents don't understand where a child's behaviour is coming from. I also see and have experienced firsthand the difference it makes when we gain insight into why the child is doing what they're doing. When we feel frustrated, we are unlikely to respond the way that we would like to. But at the same time, being hard on ourselves isn't going to do anything for our well-being or for our child's. Most parents and professionals that I talk to know how they want to respond to a child. They want to respond with kindness, with understanding, and also in a way that will actually help their child and will move things forward. But here's the thing, when we feel frustrated, doing that is really tough. And the best chance we have of being effective in our parenting or teaching or responding in the way we would like to is actually to reduce our own stress and frustration. And that's where understanding childhood comes in. When we understand the childhood our own child is experiencing or childhood of the children we're working with, we gain insight into why they are doing what they're doing. So how empowering would it be to think like this? Instead of asking, how do I change the child? Or how do I change myself? What if we focus on asking instead what they need from us and what we need for ourselves? Now, sometimes that might mean making changes to the way we see things. And it might mean making changes to what we do or how we do it. But when our needs are met, And when the child's needs are met, so many of the challenges that we face start to disappear and the changes that we want to make evolve organically and without pressure. Let's take the classic emotion of guilt. I hear from parents and teachers all the time who experience guilt when it comes to a child's behaviour. A feeling of guilt that the child is doing what they're doing in the first place and that it might be our fault. Guilt that we can't pay attention to their siblings or classmates in the way we'd like to. Guilt that we haven't responded in the way we would have liked to. 
But what if we could remove some of that guilt right away? What if the fact that you're 18 months old doesn't listen isn't because you're a terrible parent, but because they're 18 months old and they find it really hard to listen because they're so focused on pretty much everything else that's going on around them? What if the reason for a two-year-old hitting out isn't because they're being naughty, but because they haven't learned to regulate their emotions yet, because they're still really young. And for them, the best way right now that they have to express how they feel is through a physical action. What if by focusing on insight, connection and understanding, we can reframe how we see children, how we see ourselves as parents and teachers, and how we see our relationships with children. As a parent, I have used my understanding of children way more than I have used a specific skill set. Has it been handy to have had 20 odd years experience with children? Yes, of course. But honestly, it wasn't my skill set as a professional that I fell back on when my 15 month old bit me for the first time. It wasn't my skill set that got me through two years of sleepless nights. And it wasn't my skill set that got me through the intense meltdowns of the toddler years. It was my understanding. It was the fact I knew it wasn't personal that she had bitten me. It was understanding that this was a sensory need and an expression of extreme frustration. It was understanding that it was the best she could do in that moment and it was understanding that a toddler's brain is extremely reactive because they haven't yet developed self-regulation or self-control. Of course, I knew I had to help her with those things, but understanding why they were happening was the first step. I don't wake up in the morning and think, today I need to be a better parent. I wake up and think, what does my daughter need today? What do I need today? And it's a game-changing way to see children and ourselves. Now, I, I don't want to be naive about this. It isn't always possible to meet our children's needs every second of the day. And it isn't always possible to get our needs met, especially as parents. I don't want to ask questions that are completely unreasonable. But even if we can go some way to meeting our child's needs and go some way to meeting our needs, that's a step in the right direction. And as a famous psychotherapist once said, we always need to remember we are going for good enough parenting. We're not going for 100% perfection. We're going for good enough. When it comes to professionals, when I was working with children, I did develop a skill set but I also know that simply telling parents or teachers to use a specific skill set doesn't often work. We have to know our why. When we see a child for who they are, for what their life experience has perhaps taught them, and certainly for what they need from us, the skill set follows. So whether we are parents or professionals, we need to know what children need from us. And we need to be okay too, because as the saying goes, you can't pour from an empty cup. And that's why this podcast and everything I do is about helping to make childhood understood. So the tips I suggest aren't based in getting stressed about changing exactly what we say, but about focusing more on connection and understanding. Sometimes that means looking to understand the child in front of us, 
And sometimes it means looking to understand the child that we once were. This has been Sarah Emerson on the Childhood Understood podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. Stay tuned for more episodes that will help make childhood understood. And don't forget to hit subscribe to make sure you stay in the loop. See you next week.